Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We are with the great Mike Giardi from the NFL Network. Time to whip around divisional weekend, my favorite weekend. I think most football fans' favorite weekend of football. Looks like we have four great games, three rematches from the season, and one fresh one to wrap up the weekend, and that could likely be the game of the weekend. Mike, let's kick it off with Jacksonville and Kansas City, a rematch from November 13th. Chiefs are, I think they opened at nine and a half. They're about eight and a half now. That was a 10 point win. Neither team terribly impressive back then. Kansas City turned it on the end of the season. Jacksonville couldn't have played a worse first half wildcard weekend. But then the second half, you know, the Chargers charged and choked it away. And Jacksonville turned it on. And much respect to Doug Peterson's stones for the game that he called to get them back in and get that win. Uh, you think the Jags can keep this close? I'd be a little worried if I was Kansas City just in terms of the you – know, I don't like the long break. I know it helps from a health perspective, but I think they were in a really nice flow at the end of the year um, with the exception of the Texans game. So, yeah, maybe it takes them a little while to kind of heat up a little bit, and maybe, who knows, maybe the Jags, because they're coming off such a big win and, and, and a confidence-building performance that maybe the Jags get on them early and then we have a football game. But by and large, I mean, look, Jacksonville to me is ahead of schedule. Um, and they got their, they got their playoff win. It's a great thing to go into the off season with, uh, and now you can sell even more to free agents or maybe you're, you're a bigger destination than you you've been in a long time. I just think Kansas city, there's just too much talent on that team on both sides of the ball. And at the end of the day that that's going to win out. And if I can borrow from Andy Hart on the radio this week, uh, he and Brad Vo played this game on Monday. I thought it was a lot of fun. Trevor Lawrence went to waffle house after the big playoff win. Andy, where does Mike Giardi go after a big playoff win? Oh, into his basement and eats like a cucumber. <laughs> That's weird. You don't eat fun stuff. That You're not was, like a fun eater guy. I need a side podcast to unpack how weird that comment was. It really was odd. <laughs> just want to point out, by the way, I meant it as a literal cucumber. There was no like double on yeah. time. Sure. Oh. <laughs> um, well, no, the game I threw out, I said as New England people, you'd like your quarterback probably to go to the 99, get some boneless buffalo wings and one of those big mugs of beer. Like yeah. that's your guy. That's right? yeah. Okay, that, well, that works for me. Oh, nice. Okay, so you're on on board. Yeah, you know, I like a good beer. 
Yeah, I know. I wasn't sure if you liked the good Buffalo. Wings. I had, uh, by the way, Fitzy. Cheers yes. to you. Last last night I had, um, uh, what was it? It was a it was a stout. You got me. Was it the? Uh, we got you. It was yes. the smaller one. We oh, the smaller one from New England Brewing. Yeah, yeah that's a, yeah, that's a that's nice one. Stout. Bourbon barrel aged one. That's yes, good stuff. Yes, yeah. it good had, stuff. It, it uh, real, lead. real quick, as a as a uh, sideline <laughs> reporter um, or a reporter that works the sidelines at these stadiums, yes. um, what did you think of young Trevor Lawrence, who threw three interceptions in his first playoff game last week in the first quarter, saying as he heads toward Kansas City, "Oh, I can't imagine it's louder than Jacksonville." What's that now? Yeah, that's a mistake. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. yeah Kansas City is the most formidable home field advantage, in my opinion, having seen them all. The black hole was scary, but the black hole is dead. Black hole, I thought you could actually get assaulted, so it was a little yes, different. Yes, that world. was a dangerous um, thing. Yeah. In terms of sports like above board fandom, I think Kansas City is is the greatest home field advantage in football. Seattle's close, but I think it's Kansas City, and he just kind of gave them reason to go above and beyond even what they normally do. You're insulting the Buffalo Mafia, the Bills Mafia. Mm -hmm. I that like and don't love them. They do their best work in the parking lot, not in the stadium. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree. A lot of pre-snap penalties last week for the Dolphins. Correct. Um, That's why it was a four-hour game, Mike. Yes. Oh, God. Was it ever the longest game in history? Oh, you had I, to work longer? I did. I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. That that place is nuts. And we'll see. I, I guarantee you, first series, there's a pre-snap penalty. Yes. Go lock it, lock it down. They're going to be, mm -hmm. they're going to be reminded of that by the, the Kansas city media and the players. And they'll be really, really loud. Uh, and also to your point, I'd like to just add for the listening audience, uh, Jacksonville's going nowhere anytime soon, because like you said, they're ahead of schedule. Now Trevor Lawrence is on track. He's only going to likely get better under Peterson. Oh, and by the way, uh, they added Calvin Ridley for next to nothing for next year. So now you're going to get a Calvin Ridley looking for a big second contract to add to that offense Yes, next year. You're going to want to put Trevor Lawrence uh, on your fantasy team. Andy, let's go to Saturday night. I was just going to say bet the over on the Jags next year. Uh, yeah. Uh, they they won me some nice money over seven and a half this year. So I'm, yeah, I'll let too. that ride. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey. Oh, boy. Just you're an equal opportunity offender today. So I appreciate that about you. Look at everybody. Uh, Saturday, night, Saturday night, we are going to get probably the closest thing to an AFC North battle in the NFC East. Three of those teams remain. Uh, Giants played, not only did they play the game of their lives last week with that disparity of talent between the two sides, Daniel Jones, game for the ages, so well coached. And they played the Eagles tough with their backups week 18 in a game the Eagles needed to have for the bye. I'm giving the Giants a puncher's chance Saturday night. How about you, Mike? Uh, my good morning football colleague, Peter Schrager, compared this Giants team to the 07 Giants. And I'll tell you what, it's a pretty good comp. Because when you look at, I know Patriot fans hate going down this road, but when you looked at that team, what did that team do um, in the finale, but then especially in the Super Bowl? They controlled you up front. Their defensive line was awesome. And it's Strahan and Yumanura and Tuck. They were awesome. Dexter Lawrence is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Leonard Williams is pretty, pretty good. Like they're – Kayvon Thibodeau is coming big time. Like he's been the last six or seven weeks, he's been one of the better young players in the game. You know, can they can they have can they summon that again? I think that group is the probably as I look at it, the the offensive line for Philly, that defensive line, that's a great matchup because I think those are the two best position groups in that game. 
who gets the upper hand. I think if the Giants can manage to get the upper hand in that, we got ourselves a football game. We think around here, because we look at things myopically, that the worst decision in football in terms of hiring a coach over the last recent memory was Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia. I would argue the Los Angeles Chargers not hiring Brian Dayball two years ago was the dumbest decision in football. Dumbest decision. Because if you had him coaching the Chargers and Justin Herbert, A, they may have already won a Super Bowl, but they would be in the Super Bowl conversation right now. Because he... Is, and I know I'm biased. I love him. I think he's yes, dude, good, coach, dude, experience, good. Like yep. everything is good about him. Um, but that was a dumb decision. And what he has done with that Giants team, and I know it's turned into this, you know, make fun of Joe Judge thing, which I guess is worthy because he kind of took the same team um, and kind of is having success with them. Um, he's quarterback that- kryptonite, Andy. <laughs> yeah yeah really fair. it's fair it is what it is but it's not his fault because he shouldn't be anywhere near quarterbacks no have you seen the new ad for FanDuel? quick aside here um rob gronkowski's kicking a ball at super bowl or something for like 10 Live. million dollars i don't yeah. know but the the commercial pumping that is a the best commercial i've seen in a long time him at in adam vinatieri doing a training montage oh. based off of the rocky theme I and seen at one point Gronk says, if you can catch a ball, you can kick a ball. Obviously, stealing from the old, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball and dodge ball. And Adam Vinatieri goes, that's not a thing. And that's where I go with Joe Judge. Oh, you you can coach kickers? Oh, so you should be able to coach throwers. I don't don't think that's how this works. That's not a thing. Except they made it a thing for him. So it's not his fault. But my concern here is, I think the Giants, I think the Giants and the Jags are nice little stories. Usually nice little stories die on this weekend in the National Football League. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing to me. So the Giants, and I've been saying it even when they got off to the great start, and I continue to say it, they're not very talented. Right. They're not. Except they're the not. defensive front, as you pointed out. Yeah. That's first-round yeah. picks. Like they, that. And they're, they're yeah. awesome, and right? And they got they got a couple first-rounders on the offensive line who have really, you know, Neil on one side and Thomas on the other, who are good then players. then Barkley and Jones, I mean, if those two guys, like Daniel Jones rushed the ball, what, 17 times last week? Yeah. If you can get into a game where you say we're going to play a trench game and Daniel Jones is going to carry it another 12 times and Barkley's going to carry it 20 times, maybe you got a puncher's chance there. I just the because the other aspect of this is, you know, my like universal uh, theories of the playoffs. I'm not all in on the Eagles. Like, I feel like they're a year too soon. Like they've exploded this year. A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, MVP. I feel like those teams often falter about this time and then it's the next year where they learn who they really are and what they need to be but i just think the eagles are the more talented team yeah i think they are i think like for you started to bring up some of the 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 first round picks and the talent of the giants but like no wide receivers um their secondary is meh Mm -hmm. their linebackers are meh like Mm -hmm. their offensive line on the interior is they had to pay a couple guys who are, who are just like journeyman type players to be in there. So I, I still think that they're probably at least one draft free agency cycle away from being someone that can be formidable, you know, year in and year out. Whereas Philly already has the pieces in place to, to, to do business as business needs to be done right now. So, yeah, I think that that has the potential to be a close game. Uh, it will be a close game, I think, because I just think Brian will somehow they'll find a way to stay in it. But I think Philly is the better team. Yeah, as long as they give us at least three entertaining quarters, nobody complains. And then we go to Sunday. Of course, everyone will be tuned in from 10A to 230P to WEI Football Sunday with Fitzy and Hart, the six-ring bros. 
Uh, and we'll obviously Speaking Andy, which, Mike, uh, what, what are you doing between uh, approximately 10 <laughs> and We've taken an hour of the man's life today. You're going to ask him to come back on again. Literally, you're going to have to start giving him some of your pay, guy. I'll be, hey, I will be, I will be on the sidelines in Buffalo doing a like a 19 hour pregame show. That would be the greatest hit for our show ever. Thank you. Yeah, or or you could just like you could turn your iPhone on, just get some ambient auto and send it yeah. in. We'll play it. We'll get a break out of that at least. Uh, or catch up all over your face. <laughs> all right, so we exactly it's BYO handle of Fireball Sunday, Mike. All right, so it is now Sunday. It's one o'clock. We're at Highmark Stadium. Yet another emotional affair. We're getting the rematch between Cincinnati and Buffalo. Except now, because of the way the records turned out with the canceled game, Cincinnati has to visit the Bills Mafia on their home turf. It's going to be cold. It might snow. Uh, Cincinnati was in a dogfight last weekend. They were a Sam Hubbard turnaround away from losing themselves. But I don't like the way Buffalo's defense is playing. And I think since he's got – this is the one I think might be an upset. How say you? So I was leaning upset, but now I just – I'm having a hard time getting over what Cincinnati's got going on on the offensive line. Left tackle, yeah. Jonah Williams dislocates the knee. Doesn't look like he's going to play this week. Alex Kappa – who was one of their really nice free agent signings. Doesn't look like he's playing this week. You already lost Lel Collins against the Patriots, yeah. right? So three-fifths of your starting offensive line is out. Uh, Jackson Carmen, who was a second-round pick for them, was playing left tackle when, when Williams went out. Jackson Carmen uh, was so bad that they had to go spend money on Kappa, and then they inserted another rookie, uh, Volson, at left guard because they just were like, we just might have missed on this pick. Um, but now he's your left tackle. And he's your left tackle in a divisional round playoff game in Buffalo. So that is concerning for me if I'm Joe mm-hmm. Burrow. Like this could be a um, this could be sort of a throwback to maybe the uh, the Titans game last year in the postseason where Burrow got sacked nine times uh, but kept getting up and somehow managed to pull that one off. Uh, I, I just I, I worry about how they're going to protect him in this game, um, and if maybe two part of that eliminates their ability to push the ball down the field, which we know they're really good at. Um, and those guys certainly Higgins and, and Chase and, and Boyd all can catch it underneath and 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 turn yards after catch. But they do have the ability to go down the field if they can protect. And I'm, I'm curious if they'll be able to do that. I know there's no Von Miller on the other side, but the the Bills did a really nice job getting after Skylar Thompson. I think everybody had pressures. I think Milano had six pass rushes in the game, two sacks, three pressures like they just they were able to get there. And that was against a fairly well together offensive line, at least kind of what they started the year with. Uh, and now you're facing a team that's going to back up. So yeah, I was totally thinking that before the game that Cincinnati played against Baltimore. And then when I saw Williams went down and I realized the cap is probably not playing again this week. And I was like, man, that's a lot. That's a lot to overcome. I mean, if anybody could do it, it's Spurro, right? But I feel like maybe the football gods are smiling on, on Buffalo this, this Sunday. Even though this is a podcast and could be listened to at any point in the next few days, I'm going to pretend this is live and breaking news sounder. Do, 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 do. A couple notes. We talked about the Patriots offensive coordinator situation earlier. Ooh. A couple notes in the offensive coordinator world. Byron Leftwich has officially been fired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which means Billy O'Brien could have an opportunity to go there where he's dabbled in the past. And more closely to home here, mm. according to Josina Anderson, Cardinals uh, associate head coach uh, Sean Jefferson, mm-hmm. former NFL wide receiver, will be interviewing for your New England Patriots Ooh. offensive coordinator job on Friday. So that's a second ex-Belichick 
I think he's an ex-Belichick wide receiver. They did Sean Jefferson team. make it too? I mean, he was defensive coordinator when he played with Bledsoe under Parcells, but did he make it? To, did he cross the 2000 threshold? I don't think so. I don't believe so. Oh, damn it. Close enough. Anyway, ex-wide receivers are all the rage in uh, Gillette Stadium offensive coordinator interviews. So I like uh, it. Another notable name to add to the mix. Uh, back to the Buffalo-Cincinnati game. Uh, I am excited about this game simply because it's my two favorite quarterbacks in the National Football League to watch play. And I have a and there's some other issues. But if if you can get into a shootout with them, that will be my game of the postseason. I would love to just watch those guys go back and forth all afternoon. Playmakers, digs, chase like just fun football and the way the Bills defense is playing. I do think there's an opportunity for that to happen because they have not been very good. And then the way the Bills offense has been playing, which suddenly they've decided drop back and chuck the ball down the field often uh, is their best route, which I don't necessarily agree with them that that's their best route, but uh, could be fun for fans to watch. Not a lot of apologies from the Bills about how they played the game on Sunday. You know, some acknowledgement that maybe on a couple of those drives, they should have been looking for some more underneath stuff. But by and large, in in talking to the guys uh, yesterday, it was more about like, that's how we play. We're trying to score points. Uh-oh. We're always trying to score points, so we're not going to be, we're not going to play scared. Remember when the and, Falcons said that's how we play? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember when the Chargers showed us that's how they play? Yeah, right. exactly. Like, so yeah. how'd that just, work out? Just, I, I don't think the uh, the gunslinger mentality is going to uh, to leave them this weekend. I, I will say they should probably look at the tape of the early season when Josh was super efficient on the on the the low end stuff. You know, the little in the flat and over the yeah. middle, like. You can make your living doing that, and then you get people to creep up, and then you can show us that unbelievable arm and throw the ball 65 yards down the field and hit somebody on the run. Yeah, and you're not going to have Skylar Thompson going 18 for 45 with Joe Burrow, even with a patchwork offensive line and you know head-scratching interceptions like the one they threw from the end zone in the second half that kind of got Buffalo back into the game when Miami briefly took a lead. Mike, you've been incredibly generous with your time, so we'll just have a quick peek at uh, the final game of the weekend. The Purdy one in the Niners post uh, the DAC attack coming in with a lot of confidence. That's the best game Dakota Prescott maybe has played in the NFL period. The Niners defense got showed up in the first half last week, and they've got a lot of rest on their side. Yet I still think this could be the game of the weekend. So uh, how say you? So look, you definitely have to love the way Dallas played. And certainly I think we've all felt like they're capable of that. But I just have seen this act from them too many times where you think they've turned the corner and then they go lay a big egg. I think they're going to, I think San Francisco is going to stomp them. I really wow. do. Now, but San Francisco hasn't played great talent. And then Tampa wasn't exactly a great team last Monday they night. <laughs> they were awful. Well, that yeah. quarterback might be washed. Oh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Our number two here on the six rings. Pod, we delve into Giardi ripping Mike Brady, uh, Tom Brady, not Mike Brady. Mike Brady. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So yeah, without, without going on the record, uh, I see you and I feel in that one, Mike. Um, all right. Any, uh, anyone have any final thoughts before we wrap this, uh, Robert Altman presents the six rings and football things podcast. Uh, no, I'm just looking forward to a good weekend of football. The cliche, same here. like I like same here. these are fun games and it was really disappointing. Last weekend was a great weekend until we got to a washed up quarterback on Monday night football, because I, I was, and it was almost predictable when you have all those good games, you're like, Oh, the one we think is really going to be good right. isn't. Um, so I just hope there's none of those. I, I just I hope that my thought that the Giants and the, the Jags could kind of turn back into pumpkins. I, I hope that doesn't happen because, as Fitzy said, this can be a really fun weekend of football. Potentially. Oh, it's the best. 
and Purdy. Who's not rooting for Purdy? Like, he's the zappy. You don't like Purdy? What? 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 Just think about who he who he he stepped in for. Oh, uh, this should be this should be Jimmy's time. Don't come at the family, Andy. Come on, you should know better. Never come at the family. Well, maybe if Jimmy could stay healthy for once oh, in his career. Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. Listen, before this turns into Bo and Luke Duke fighting on the podcast, I'm going to end this episode of the, the Pods of Hazard. Uh, looks like it sounds like uh, people are thinking maybe we'll get that neutral side AFC championship, perhaps. And listen, if it's 49ers at Eagles, we'll be treated to a brawl uh, by Broad Street, which would be a freaking blast. All right. You can follow him at Mike Giardi. Mike, you'll be in Buffalo this weekend. You're home away from home. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be in Buffalo starting Thursday night. When can people meet you at the uh, Anchor Bar for a meet and greet? <laughs> they can meet me in the parking lot uh, oh. at the stadium, which is where we've been hanging out basically for the last two weeks. Have they uh, embraced you, Bills Mafia? Have they embraced you? Oh my God, they're unbelievable! Yeah. unbelievable. So yeah. when do I see you? Either go through a table or get squirted. <laughs> if I went through a table, I would not get up. I think we all realize that at my age, that things would break, and that would oh, be come the on, you're not that old. <laughs> I'm pretty old. I'm pretty. Old. Everything hurts at all times. Yeah. So yeah, that wouldn't be good. But they, yeah, they're they're unbelievable. Uh, they, the first week we were there after the Hamlin's uh, thing happened, every day people brought us coffee and donuts. Uh, somebody brought us brunch. Like just every day. People were coming, like we were legitimately getting too many, like, oh, thank you. We have four boxes of coffee now, but like just incredibly generous wow. and, and kind. Yeah, pretty, pretty, cool. pretty unique group. I'll tell you that for sure. Oh, yeah. I've always said that tailgating is like the last great American neighborhood. And even though Buffalo is one of the rowdiest ones, for sure, they're a hell of a group. And as we've seen, the power of coming together, united by football. Sometimes when we dabble in social media, Mike, we see people at their worst, but also What's going on up there has brought people and especially football fans at their best out. So hopefully let's ride that wave to a great weekend of football. We'll catch up with you soon. Follow him at Mike Giardi. He'll be in Buffalo this weekend on the NFL Network. Andy and I will be with you Sunday from 10 a to 2.30 p leading right up to WEI's coverage of the football games on Divisional Round Weekend. Enjoy the best weekend of football, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a full power hour of Patriots coordinator, head coaching and divisional round breakdown. Give us a follow at six rings pod and tell your friends to subscribe Spotify, Apple pods, and so much more for jumbo for the great Mike Giardi for producer, Justin Turpin and your old pal Fitzy six rings is out. Good day. God bless. And as always go Pats. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.